This is an Equity Bates Media podcast. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com. Website creation is hard. But now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and get a unique WordPress website or store right away. From there, you can customize your design, colors, and content. And Bluehost automatically helps you get found in search engines like Google and Bing. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins, Bluehost makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. Equity Mike. I will say this about investing. Everything you do learn is cumulative. What I learned at 20 is you Welcome to another episode of Equity Mates, a podcast that follows our journey of investing. Whether you're an absolute beginner or approaching Warren Buffett's status, our aim is to help break down your investing journey and the barriers that you're facing from beginning to dividend. My name is Bryce and as always, I'm joined by my equity mate, Ren. How are you going? I'm good, Bryce. I'm good. It's that time of the month again where we talk uh, portfolio. Yes, talk portfolio. Uh, This is an episode where we're going to be trialing a few new things that... um, we hope will be entertaining, um, but we'll get to that in a second. Some housekeeping. Uh, we do have a listener survey up at the moment. It is uh, currently live on our social feeds. Head to our Facebook page to find the link or our Instagram. and uh, Or our Twitter. Or our Twitter. Or our LinkedIn, maybe. Yeah, all our social feeds. <laughs> and uh, it would be really appreciated if you could fill that out so that we can get a sense for what you are really enjoying and not enjoying about Equity Mates so that we can continue to improve the quality of content and your investing journey over the course of 2021. There is $500 on the line um, for some a lucky person who does complete the survey in full. Yeah, and look, uh, we've we've heard the feedback so far in survey responses. You want more Ren, less Bryce. We've heard it. <laughs> you don't need to keep saying it. Um, Bryce, unfortunately, isn't going anywhere. <laughs> no, and uh, <coughs> Ren's obviously daydreaming because I'm reading something completely different. The survey closes on the 31st. 1st of March 2021, in case you are listening to this uh, and you can't find the link. Um, as well, we do have our Fund Manager of the Year competition going, which we introduced in last week's episode. There is a poll currently live on the Facebook discussion group where we have put uh, the four experts from the last month, the month of February. We had Hamish, Douglas, Emma Fisher, Andrew Brown, and Charlie Violi. Uh, We'd love to get your thoughts on whether or not uh, you think they should be uh, standing on the podium at the end of the year for our fund manager of the year. <laughs> I, I feel I feel like uh, we may be pulling. It may be a little bit premature to ask that. It may Why? also be a month little bit. Month. It may also be a little bit unfair to to the other three to put them against the hundred billion dollar fund manager that is Hamish Douglas. You obviously haven't looked at the results then. Really, I, I haven't. I didn't actually even know the poll was there. <laughs> yeah. Well, there you go. So anyway, <laughs> let's move on. Um, Today, we're going to be doing a What The segment. Uh, We'll be doing, obviously, a portfolio update. 
Then we're going to be hearing a, a community stock pitch yep. from Kevin. And we'll be closing out with a new segment, uh, the Specky Hotline, uh, which we're going to be trialing and we'll appreciate yeah, very your feedback. <laughs> <laughs> so, Ren, uh, as always, well, not as always, but I'd like to start with the what the. Yeah, yeah, a segment that's going well in uh, 2021. Uh, let's play that opener. What the? So, Ren, my what the, and this is, uh, again, we don't need any substance to it, but I just thought this was something that caught my eye during the week. We've been speaking a lot about the streaming industry. Hamish Douglas speaking about Netflix, Spotify. Uh, there is a ETF now that is specifically... M- made up of companies that are targeting the streaming service and it's called Subs ETF. Jeez, ETF what providers the? always come up with a good name. Yeah, <laughs> S-U-B-Z. Uh, I just thought it was fitting given the conversations we've been having over the last few months and uh, a good way to introduce it to our community if if they were interested in following that trend, I that's, guess. That's not a... I mean, for me, that's not a what though. Like, that's an interesting... Uh, yeah, what the... Interesting... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. What that can be flexible. Um, yeah. So what, is it uh, audio streaming and video streaming? <laughs> so it uh, consists of companies from across the globe who are actively involved in the business of streaming. So it doesn't have to be, uh, yeah, so including services such as video, audio, live streaming and companies that create infrastructure or technology necessary to facilitate streaming. Cool. That's interesting. So pretty interesting. What the? What the? <laughs> All right, but let's move on to uh, some more serious parts of the episode, I guess, and that is our portfolio, Ren. Yeah, now, as uh, we always say uh, when we start these episodes, um, this is a learning exercise for the two of us, hopefully uh, for everyone listening as well. It is not a buy, hold or sell recommendation. We cannot be clearer about that. We are not financial professionals. We do not know your personal circumstances. And most of all, you should never take financial advice from a podcast. Yes. Um, So we're doing this uh, to learn, um, to learn by doing, and um, you should always do your own research. And yeah. So I've just got the portfolio up here and a reminder to anyone who's just joined the show, uh, we're building two hypothetical portfolios here. One is a core portfolio consisting of um, a select group of ETFs that will give us exposure to different asset classes around the world. And then the other one is a satellite portfolio where we're having a bit more fun and uh, adding individual stocks. We've also slipped in Bitcoin um, and we'll be building that out as we go. We actually haven't added to that portfolio in a while. Um, no. And I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that yeah. as well. Look, so at the start of the year, we were about 10% up in our core portfolio and about 20% up in our hypothetical portfolio after about six months. Um, but our satellite portfolio was quite tech heavy and there's been a bit of a sell-off in the US in those high growth stocks. Um and that's affected our satellite portfolio. We're now 14% up in our satellite, still about 10% up in our core. But I'm okay to sit in a little bit of cash at the moment. Um, keep just getting paid every month, saving that money and just waiting for the right time to buy. Yeah, so I'm, I'm just looking here, Ren, and you are right. Um, we have had a bit of a sell-off. And and to your point, you know, we have said that we'll be taking 1000 a month or 2000 a month for each of the portfolios. Uh, and I agree. I think for the satellite, it's a good time to start uh, building up a bit of a cash position so that should the tech sell-off continue or we see a bit of a fall in the market, we can pounce. But uh, given the strategy for the core portfolio was to continue to just 
buy-in. The the core portfolio is dollar cost average regardless of the weather. That's right. So uh, this week we will be buying into the fixed income investment, which is GGOV, which is the ticker, and that's the global government bond. Terrible time to be buying a fixed income investment. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and, it, yeah. and also the beta shares ASX 200, A200, which we'll be buying into. So... Again, the strategy there is just to dollar cost average into our ETFs as we go. Cool. Nice. That's easy. No emotion. Not much to talk about. Set portfolio of ETFs that cover the world and a few different asset classes. And we just drip fade money in there for the next 40 years until we retire. Yeah. Now, we we will be uh, shortly after the break hearing a, a community stock pitch that has potential to go into the portfolio. We haven't made that decision yet because we haven't heard the stock pitch, Um, but uh, we'll address that after the break. However, we do want to talk about um, briefly two, um, I guess, partnerships that we have. Yeah, I think the context for this, um, the most common question in the discussion group is what broker should I use? Probably the second most common question is what websites and tools um, does the community use to like research stocks and find information about stocks. And it's a good question because there's so much like article-based stuff out there that probably isn't as valuable as it should be. Um, And so um, we've done a bit of uh, work. We've spoken to a few different people, both in Australia and overseas. um, And we found two that we personally really like and that we personally are using now. And um, we've partnered up with both of them well, one, to give access to the Equimates community because yeah. it's just been built. Um, and then the other just to sort of tell you guys about it because we, we like it. So um, do you want to kick it off? Sure. So the first one that we, um, you know, we, we like what they're doing and that is simply Wall Street. Um, you, you may have come across it. Um, if you haven't, check out their website, Simply Wall Street. And uh, they really take a whole bunch of um, analytical information about the company um, and put it into easy to understand, I guess, and visual ways to understand uh, a bit about the valuation of companies. Um, Now, of course, this is uh, something that we will refer to, but we don't solely use this as our, our basis for research. They have stocks from, you know, all over the world. And um, we use it as a gauge to understand um, or help to build out our theses. So, for example, they'll walk through things like executive summary, share price valuation, future growth. <laughs> executive summary. <laughs> that's as far as you go. Yeah, that's as far as, that's as, far as I go. I don't I, need anything I more think, than the executive summary. I think but, the thing about um, Simply Wall Street that makes it different to a lot of the other platforms out there is that they they don't just try and give the data, they try and take the next step and analyze it and then visually represent it. So they have these things called snowflakes where they talk about like, you know, the value, the financial health of the company, the growth, the dividend and how that compares. And it's like a shortcut for some of the analysis that that you have to do as an investor. Yeah, it's a good place to start to get a a view of what's going on. So uh, yeah, it's just a call out that if you do hear us mentioning um, Simply Wall Street uh, with these portfolio episodes, um, that's just because it's a resource that we really enjoy using and uh, you guys obviously don't have to, but we're all about helping everyone in their investing journey. So just a call out. Yeah, and they've got a free... um level where you yep. can sign up yep. yeah uh the other one that uh we're particularly well we're excited about both of them but the other one is ticker and it's spelled t-i-k-r um 
This is this is a company based in the US and they have uh they're basically they're the best source of raw data we've come across. It's so, awesome. So it's often hard to find um, you know, like uh revenue, profit, blah, 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 going back years. I mean, like Yahoo Finance has a bit, but um there's no great ones. And then, you know, unless you're willing to pay twenty grand a year for a Bloomberg terminal or, you know, some are in the low thousands, like, you know, the guru focuses of the world. But um, ticker we found is the best, uh, our, our favorite in terms of that raw data. Yeah. They're based in the US. They're in beta at the moment. Um, but if you want to uh, sign up now, you can for free at ticker.com slash equity mates. Otherwise, you can join the wait list and not not sign up through our link, but that wouldn't really make sense. Um, but the, there's a few things that I really like about it, including they have transcripts of every analyst call. Yeah. Yeah. And so you can um, jump on and you can read, you know, what the company executives are saying and what investment banking analysts are asking these company executives every time the company releases results. We just did a, a, an episode on 13Fs as well. You can find all the information on the 13Fs for all these companies. You can find out, you know, who's invested, as Ren said, a historical data that goes back many years and the the beauty as well is it's it's stocks all over the world. Yeah. It, it's well, not just Australia. Yeah. It's not just America. Both Ticker and Simply Wall Street are global. And for me, that's a sort of non-negotiable when I'm looking for a platform. Like yeah. I don't care about just Australian data. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So pretty um, amazing platform. As Alex said, it is in beta and we have exclusive access uh, for the Equity Mates community for you guys Um Exclusive free access. Free so access. So jump, jump yeah. the waitlist queue and you can sign up. Uh, if you go to ticker.com slash equitymates, jump the queue, sign up for free, give it a try. And that is T-I-K-R, ticker.com slash equitymates. So we use a combo of both yeah. when we're doing our research. Just, just to wrap a bow around it and explain how, how I personally use both. Um, I find that ticker is great for raw data to, to understand what the company's numbers are um, and to sort of read those analyst calls and the 13Fs, look at what big funds are holding. Uh, so a lot of that raw data stuff, um, Tick is great for. And then I find Simply Wall Street is really useful when it comes to the analysis side and comparing companies in industries and, um, you know, in markets and stuff like that. So I think, um, well, I mean, again, just me personally, I use a combination of the both. Um, but it's really, you know, dealer's choice, people... There's a bunch of different platforms out there, but for me personally, and I think for you as well, they're the two that um, have really added value for us. And so, you know, hopefully they add value to the community as well. Absolutely. So that's simplywallstreet.st for their website and ticker.com slash equitymates, T-I-K-R. And look, um, our attitudes might change as the years go on and oh, we'll, we'll completely keep you updated as they do. If but- you're building a fintech out there and you think you can build a better platform, <laughs> mate, where? Let us know. <laughs> yeah, let us know. Same as brokers, same as everything. Like We're living in this golden age of retail investing where things that used to be thousands of dollars or hundreds of thousands of dollars are getting cheaper um, and we're, we're all for that. So, um, yeah hit us up but yeah we'll um we'll be talking about ticker and simply wall street throughout the year like when bryce finally comes on and does another stock pitch um when we talk about community watch list um we'll we'll mention them because that's where we're going for information these days before we continue we'll just hear a quick word from our sponsors introducing wondersuite from bluehost.com website creation is hard 
But now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and get a unique WordPress website or store right away. From there, you can customize your design, colors, and content. And Bluehost automatically helps you get found in search engines like Google and Bing. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins, Bluehost makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Ren, we are now up to what is fast becoming one of my favorite parts of 2021, and that is the uh, community stock pitch. Yeah, definitely. Uh, the best part of Equity Mates in 2021. It's because mainly because we don't have to do any work. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? You never do any work. That's also, that's also true. Uh, so generally, we have been encouraging our community to come on and pitch some stocks for the portfolio. However, the volume of stocks coming through and stock pitches coming through is starting to become too much for what we actually want to add to the <laughs> yeah, portfolio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're changing tact here a little and and doing a bit of a community watch list. Yeah. So we'll be getting as many of the stock pitches from our community as possible and uh, interspersing them just into episodes that we do each Monday, not with the in- intention to add them to the portfolio. No. If, Of course, if it's an amazing pitch and it feels like we can, then we will. But we just want to... Obviously, no. What we'll do is we'll take the what the community have said and then claim it as our own and add <laughs> true, it to the floor. True, true. <laughs> but we just want to recognise the work that the community are doing and yeah, yeah, and give you guys the opportunity to to come on and pitch. And so, it is without uh, any further ado that we welcome Kevin, a community member from Equity Mates, to the show uh, for a community watch list pitch. Kevin, how are you going? Yeah, really well this morning. Thanks for having me on. That's okay. It is uh, early Thursday morning, so um, thank you for taking the time. I, I'm assuming before nipping off to work to... Um, well, this is going to be the most important part of your day anyway, so... <laughs> the most important part of your week. <laughs> Not usually put on the spot like this at uh, quarter past eight. But... <laughs> <laughs> now... Um, Kevin, you have actually been wanting to pitch this for a number of months now and apologies that we've only been able to get around to it now and uh, I'm hoping your your thesis for this company hasn't necessarily changed too much um, over the past few months. So, uh, apologies, but uh, you wanting to pitch A2 Milk and add that to the community watch list, is that correct? Yeah, that, that's correct. Nice. It's probably good that I'm pitching it post the results. It's a little bit cheaper than what it was a few months back. Yes. Um, Bryce is really throwing you under the bus with that. Um, Well, um, but no one knows I was pitching it a few months ago. We'll just say that. I think the story is still intact. Um, It's probably one where we just need to wait for, um, you know, we'll get into that, but, you know, overseas travel to start. Let, let's get let's uh, put a pin in the the thesis. Uh, A2 Milk uh, stock close to my own heart um, for longtime listeners of the show. But for people who are unfamiliar with the stock, maybe let's start at the beginning. Can you tell us uh, what A2 Milk does? Yeah, sure. You know, well-known brand, dairy producer 
of A2 only protein cow's milk and nutritional products and the well-known infant formula. They own their own IP and breeding process of A2 only protein cows, which are the old Jersey cow. Um, And they're an export out of New Zealand. They have a dual listing in New Zealand and Australia. So it's, it's not an Australian brand, which, you know, is actually in a way quite good given the sort of the tensions that are going on between Australia and China, I guess, well, in the media at least. Yeah, definitely. And and just uh, for people unfamiliar with the A2, A1 distinction, uh, do you want to give us a, a 60 second 101 on, on what that means and why it's important? Traditionally, I think all cows were actually A2 protein cows and through years of breeding and genetics, the A1 protein has formed throughout a lot of cows. And that said, through research to have yeah, some digestive issues. So the A2 protein is easier to digest. People who are not milk drinkers have stated that they've had a lot more comfort drinking this. And yeah, they, they put it in all their products. I remember, so Ren and I obviously have retail background at Coles and Woolworths. And I'll never forget that period of time where the moment you would put an A2 milk yeah, it was crazy. milk powder on the shelf, it was gone. Like just that you, you couldn't even fit. You could fill the store with pallets and it would and it would be gone. We, we had to hold A2 milk infant formula behind the counter at the service desk <laughs> because it was so in demand. Jeez. <laughs> Did you get many customers asking you about the milk? Oh, and how so many. The, yeah. the most common thing you would get asked to check if there was any in the back was infant formula and A2 was top of the list and and i so i um i bought uh a2 second investment when it was less than a dollar and i always said when i was working at coles that my sell signal for this company would be when uh we could keep it on the shelves yeah (laughs) (laughs) so kevin that's a sort of a bit about what a2 does and uh, no doubt that um it's certainly becoming more and more popular as uh, i guess people are becoming more and more aware of their their dietary requirements. What else is it about A2 Milk that you like uh, about the company? It's a premium product. Um, What I love is that I don't think I've ever seen it discounted, which is a really good sign for a company when it's never never been discounted. You know, clearly infant formula is their main high margin business and where they're making a lot of their earnings from. But the liquid milk's market share has now grown up to like 11%. So, you know, despite it being a premium product, you know, quite a lot more expensive than other brands, you know, people are choosing A2 milk. Uh, you know, I think it's fresher and it lasts a lot longer in your fridge because it's turning over quicker, I've also found. So, you know, you buy two litres and it's got a, a use-by date, you know, one week to two weeks out sometimes. So that's, you know, just something small that I think, you know, is a reason why people buy the milk. Also, China really love the product. So the Chinese want the best premium product and A2 milk really is that. And you can't just set up an A2 milk only formula company. It takes uh, a lot of science and breeding and they say it takes about a decade to be able to get to a sort of commercial producing uh, facility. Yeah, 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 yeah. No doubt that uh, the, the China... I guess um, influence is important for this business, but um, we also know that it can be a, a, a risk. You see what happened to Bellamy's and you see what happened to Treasury Wine Estates. So um, we'll, we'll, I guess we'll touch on risks in a minute. But what about from a, I guess, a price perspective? Um, we've seen it come off in the last few months. 
Is this a concern for you or is this something that is exciting you given the thesis that you have? Look, uh, um, like you, I, I sort of originally got in below a dollar, but I did do some buying above $10 a number of years ago when I, when I thought that, you know, they'd reached a new sort of platform for growth. So I'm sort of down on that. I'm not necessarily buying more personally at this stage because I feel like I've got enough in and it would just get it get silly. But for anyone not in, I mean, you know, you've got a company that's market cap $6.6 billion. They've got $770 million in cash. So, you know, really high cash balance. And if you add the, the Sinlay um, equity stake that they've got, I think just purely on cash and the Sinlay investment, it's like $1.30 per share. So I, I get that there's a lot of risk to China and obviously the Daegu issues, but they will come back. And the brand in China is actually loved. So the infant formula brand in China, the China labels grew at 45% last year. So the issue purely is around just the mobility of the Daegu shoppers and those shoppers obviously emptying the shelves at the supermarkets and then going and putting that on the on the Daegu um, e-commerce network. So, yeah, I, you know, I think it's a, a company that's profitable and a lot more profitable in the past, but should, should get profitable again um, and maintain that sort of 30% EBITDA margin. So let's let's talk about the Daigu and the China story. And for people who are unfamiliar with that term, um, it's essentially Daigus are uh, shoppers in you know uh, Australian stores in uh, in other stores around the world that then uh, sell product back to China. Um, and that that's been an incredible distribution channel for A2 Milk. Um, you know, a lot of Bryce and I not being able to keep product on the shelf was because it the infant formula was being. Uh, bought in Australia and then sold back to Chinese customers or sent back to China to be sold. Um, trade tensions, COVID. Uh, there's a lot of um, there's a lot of things weighing on that channel, I guess you could say. So, um, how do you think about the Daigo story um, and A2 Milk's future with that? They said in their outlook statement, well, for one, to rebuild the segment. They're going to work with the large Daegu um, distributors and help sort of underpin their business with support. They didn't go into too much detail with that, but I'd gather, you know, helping get them back on their feet so that once travel um, does begin, um, they can quickly get into action and start, start distributing the tins again. One of the threats, I think, is, and, and what sort of does concern me, is why they haven't put a lot of the tins and powder just direct into China to make up for the Daegu because clearly the end user is in China. So we would like to see some more information about potentially how they can actually get it into China as opposed to, you know, losing out on the revenue growth through Daegu in Australia. But, you know, they are positive on, yeah, Daegu getting back up and running once, once travel begins sort of in the latter part of this year, depending on when you think overseas travel will be unrestricted. Nice. What is the reason that um, we've seen this price come off because of this Daegu issue or what, what's what's been leading to that? Yeah. Yeah. So, no, look, the price um, obviously hit a high around 20 bucks. They were growing, um, you know, earnings at around 40%. You know, revenue was, was growing strongly. Early on in COVID, they saw 
some, you know, some serious uptick in, in sales growth and everything looked really good. Um, but as COVID wore on, the actual performance of the company is being affected by that Daegu, you know, the drop in revenue from Daegu because that's their highest margin channel as well. Yeah. So, you know, you've got total revenue off 16%, but, you know, earnings have come off uh, or EBITDA off 32%. And the margin's been affected, obviously, due to the Daegu channel being the higher margin so, uh, channel distribution. Um, and plus, they also made that Matura Valley um, acquisition of the what, the largest dairy in New Zealand, which they they seem to be in partnership with the actual Chinese state. Yeah, um, nice. Facility. So it feels like it's uh, the price to upside is is the um, is the play with this at the moment, um, given that it's somewhat come off and. Uh, given the balance sheet that they've got and some of the strategic acquisitions or investments that they've made, should uh, their profitable channel of the Daigo uh, get back online, then um, it could be rosy again for A2 Milk. Yeah, yeah. Uh, look, I'm um, I'm reading some of their latest earnings call um, on uh, on ticker at the moment and um, the company's very aware of it. Like they're they're talking about how they 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 understand that their business was built through Daigo. They're talking about how um, they're trying to build a corporate uh, Daigo channel as well as the retail one, as well as throw significant resources at their China label direct business. Like they're they're committed. Yeah, they, right. they understand where their bread was buttered for the past five years. Yeah, so right. I guess it's just can they execute? Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully the, the travel opens up and Daigo gets back up and running. I, I don't think it'll be any problem, but you know. Until it happens, it, you it just gotta you just gotta hope that uh, Jacinta Ardern keeps on China's good side. You know, if uh, if she That's starts right. biting heads, then uh, then all bets are off. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was just saying, well, New Zealand, I think Agri is their largest the largest part of their economy, so she probably will keep on their good side. I would think. That is uh, unfortunately all we have time for this morning, Kevin, but um, very much uh, appreciate you spending the early hours of a Thursday morning before work chatting through stocks um, and uh, sharing your your thoughts on A2 Milk. We will add that to the community watch list and um, yeah, keep an eye on the progress with this Daigao because if it uh, does take off again, then um, who knows what's possible. But thank you very much. Thanks very much. Thanks, Kevin. Thanks, Bryce. Thanks, Ren. Bye. All right, so before we jump into the second half of the episode, we'll take a quick break and hear from our sponsors. Okay, Ren, so we have introduced uh, a couple of weeks ago a new segment called What The? And now it is time for another new segment that we're introducing, which is the Specky Hotline <laughs> with Specky McGee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it, look, we, we hear uh, some in the Equimates community love talking about speckies uh, which are speculative stocks yeah yeah, yeah. the the micro cap stocks that are uh, highly have, volatile uh, highly volatile highly risky um anti-us but, yeah but have <laughs> the potential for um big returns if if they come off um but also have the potential to go to zero um and so, look, we yeah, look, we're all about long-term investing here, and playing the specy game isn't really in line with what we want to do. But we figured let's have a bit of fun with it. We've got someone from the community. Well, I mean, he's not someone from the community; he's a mate. Oh, he's also from the community. <laughs> well, and he's from the community. Yeah, he's a um, mate who just loves taking silly. He's 
pot shots at stocks. He sucks on group chats because he just (laughs) will pick the most random uh, nothing stocks. A lot of them won't pay off, but if they do, he'll tell you about it. (laughs) But anyway, um, look, we got to say before we start this segment, obviously nothing on Equity Mates is a buy, hold or sell recommendation. Um, Never take financial advice from a podcast. Do your own research. But never is that more true than in this, uh, what are we calling it? Specky hotline. Specky hotline. Um, If you buy based on whatever you hear in this segment, then um, we obviously haven't done our job well enough here at Equity Mates because you need to do your own research. You should not be taking advice from a podcast. No. So no, no, uh, no. just well, every time we do this segment, I'm going to stick that caveat in there. Sure. Uh, so we will um, we'll play the opening for the Specky Hotline where we're going to call Specky McGee. And really what we're going to get from him is... Uh, Hopefully, a bit of a lay of the land of the, the specky scene, and I think he might have a stock on his watch list. 200,000 shares, Blue Star, 19 and a half. Can you position it in one of your equity funds? Listen, Blue Horseshoe loves Blue Star Airlines. Hello. Okay. You've reached the Specky hotline. Yeah, That's Specky, specky McGee. <laughs> We've reached the Specky hotline. <laughs> First time on, first time we've reached the Specky Hotline here on Equity Mates. Um, yeah. So looking forward to to this one. Yeah, yeah. Specky McGee, how's things? Going well, guys. Just looking at the market, a bit red in the US overnight. So don't know how that's going to bode well with my uh, Speckies. Uh, <laughs> Mind you, we are recording on uh, the fourth of March, and uh, so I think things were a little uh, rocky over in the US and. Given your focus on very short-term speculative trading, that is an issue for you, but not an issue for us. <laughs> but you wouldn't care about how the indexes go because you only care about uh, specky microcaps, don't you? My flavor of the month is ASX microcaps, so and that's the one I've got for you today, boys. Okay, okay. okay. What do we got? So we're we're looking at Eye Candy, Eye Candy Interactive Stock Ticker ICI. Blue horseshoe loves eye candy. <laughs> Do you say we as if you have a team around you? Yeah, how many that? There's have you got? three of us on the line here. <laughs> That's true, true. All right, so uh, Specky, tell us about eye candy. Okay, so it's a it's a mobile gaming company. So they manage a portfolio of mobile games. Um, and that's pretty much what it is at its core. It's small, tw- trading at $0.12 cents at the moment uh, with a $68 million market cap. So we've got a lot of upside here, boys. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if Apple's $2 trillion and this is $60 million, yeah. so much upside. Yeah. <laughs> What's $2 trill divided by $68 mil? I don't oh, know, mate. We didn't get into this to do <laughs> <Yeah>. maths. <laughs> um, all right. So, it makes mobile games. Um, Bryce is a yeah. notorious um, uh, mobile gamer. A lot of... Uh, well, Ren, it's funny you say this because... And I, I hate to admit this because it does pump up the ties with Specky uh, McGee over here, but I have looked at iCandy before. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yeah. In fact, go. I think I'd have. In fact, I, I think I'd have. I'd had uh, discussions offline with Specky McGee oh, about iCandy. Oh, so I you Candy. told Specky McGee? No, no, about no, no. I, I think months ago we spoke about it. Um, it may have come across Specky McGee's desk, and he mentioned it to me, and. I kind of liked the look of it, but um, didn't pull the trigger. Right, Am okay. I right there, Specky yeah. McGee? Well, we haven't met before, right? 
This is a, this is a private line. This is a private number. I don't know how you got it, but, but we'll continue. I think Bryce has been doing some sneaky uh, calls to the Specky Hotline when I'm not around. <laughs> Yeah, it hasn't paid any dividends yet. But. So, Specky, tell us, why do you like this company? I'm sure there's a bunch of companies out there making mobile games. Uh, what is it about iCandy that uh, that you like? Okay, so, Alec, if you're looking for proper DD, you're calling We're not going to get it. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah. No, no, that's not why we're <laughs> Have here. Have I missed the point of this yeah, segment? <laughs> that's not why we're here. This is short and sharp. We kind of, it's just a company and what's going on in the, re- in the Reddit scene. <laughs> Yeah, we're not getting DDs. Okay, shit. okay. Hey, Specky, Specky, I apologize. I apologize. It's okay. Um, <laughs> so, look, the theme the theme is good for me. So, mobile gaming, low marginal costs. Um, all it takes is for one big um, mobile game to take the market by storm. You know, Alec, you're a big candy crusher yourself, <laughs> so you can sort of you can sort of see just how quickly and rapidly a game can just go bonkers and bring in uh, revenue. So that's what it is. It's high risk. It's will eye candy find the next um, uh, candy crush. Sorry, I'm getting my candies mixed up here. <laughs> that's okay. Candy crush, <laughs> clash of clans, angry birds, anything like that. Uh, and we might be mooning. So, uh, <laughs> mooning, mooning. That's what I like to hear. We like some mooning. So the other thing before we wrap up, uh, Specky McGee, is that you obviously have your finger on the pulse when it comes to the Specky community across Reddit and other uh, dark black web, dark web sort of communities that you're involved in. So uh, is eye candy trending in these communities? Is there much going on? So that, that's the interesting thing. It's not actually trending right now, uh, which which is why I think there is a bit of potential because it's not just... Well, it's not <laughs> There's just, a lot you know. of stocks that aren't <laughs> trending right now. <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay. I, yeah, there, okay. So I'll start by saying um, there is an ASX Bets Reddit page, which is quite interesting if you're um, keen on reading a bit more about ASX speckies and that sort of thing. I'm sure you guys have talked about the Wall Street Bets GameStop saga. Absolutely. Um, which is just, you know, inherently very fascinating. So if you're interested in reading about what's going on in the ASX speckies uh, community, I would check that out as opposed to some of the Facebook groups. Um, like the Equity Mates. Which you read a lot of nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> that one's okay. Uh, oh, yeah. you, you would be, a, I was just going to say you would be a moderator of ASX Bets, wouldn't you? Not quite. I'm trying to be. <laughs> but, um, the other thing about eye candy is it, it's got a relatively high REI at the moment. What's an REI? So that's the rocket emoji indicator. <laughs> so that's the amount of rocket emojis. <laughs> okay, that's good. That's good. Uh, this is, is that is that a proprietary <laughs> metric run by the Specky Hotline? <laughs> yeah, yeah, REI. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. Well, we have truly heard it all. We have oh. truly heard it all. Well, Specky McGee, unfortunately, that is all we have time for this morning. But um, I, I think there's a throw out to the community that if if you would like uh, any of your Speckies to be run past Specky McGee to get his thoughts on the REI, the rocket emoji indicator, or whether or not it's trending in social circles online, um, or if you'd like him just to uh, continue with the deep dives and quality discussion that he's brought this morning, please hit us up on our social channels and we will um, ideally we'll give him a buzz maybe once a month and, yeah, and check yeah, in yeah. on the, any, on the, on the any, specky scene. Any speckies we'll, we'll pass on and um, 
he'll uh, if if he's got time, he's got a lot of spec he's going across his desk. But hopefully, he'll be he'll be able to feed back an REI for a that lot stock. of spec <laughs> is going across his desk. So that we got an eye candy interactive this morning. The ticket is um, ICI on the ASX. This was absolutely not a buy hold or sell recommendation. As you can uh, hear, there was no substance to <laughs> <laughs> any of of that. And look, we with with a lot of these community watch lists and stuff, we say we'll make a page on our website to track them. We're explicitly saying we will not be making a portfolio of the, we might do it uh, offline. Of the speckies um, that we discuss in the specky hotline. Thank you for having me. Thanks for the wrap up. I understand it's time to wrap it up. Um, and I just, I just want to say, don't actually buy this stock. It's not a recommendation. At no, yeah. speckies are in, yeah, inherently stressful and risky. So yeah, I wouldn't recommend it. Yeah. However, yeah. Um, just b- before I drop off, I just want to um, play to you guys a bit of analysis I came across by equities analyst uh, Aaron Carter on iCandy. So that's going to be my finishing moment. So this is what he had to say. Oh, wow. I. Look, aside from the fact that I completely misunderstood what we were doing in that segment, <laughs> I thought that was great. Um, we got, we got, we actually got an Instagram DM that we should be more serious. So we've definitely pissed that person off. Yes. <laughs> but hey, look, like <laughs> we we enjoy talking about stocks. Um, and literally, that's what he's like in our group chat. So, well, that was the Specky McGee, uh, Specky Hotline, as we said. If you'd like him to give some quality uh, analysis like that, then please hit us up on our socials. But Ren, to close it out, a reminder that we do have uh, Meet Pay Love, which is one of our new podcasts, which discusses the money side of relationships and comedian v economist which unpacks the world of macroeconomics so uh, go and check both of those out and uh, don't forget about get started investing as well covering the fundamentals of investing but ren uh that brings us to the end always good to chat (laughs) entertaining end yes (laughs) uh and we'll pick it up next week sounds good Thanks for listening to Equity Mates Investing Podcast, a production of Equity Mates Media. Please remember that everything you hear in Equity Mates Investing Podcast is general advice only. The content has been prepared without knowing your personal objectives, specific financial circumstances, or goals. The host of Equity Mates Investing Podcast may maintain positions in the companies discussed. Before considering any investment, please read the product disclosure statement and consider speaking to a licensed financial professional. 